Internet's only all-business and financial radio network, Voice America Business. And welcome to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis. PR Insider is brought to you by www.us.cision.com, whose world-famous Bacon's Media Database is updated more than 10,000 times per day. Take your PR to the next level. Now, here's your host, Maureen Kettis. Good morning. Welcome back to PR Insider. I'm your host, Maureen Kettis. And today's show is called Navigating the Media Jungle. And it's really a brass tacks kind of show, so um, get out your notepads. I'm not going to spout out too much here, everyone. I got a couple critiques on my first couple of shows. People said I talk too much and I fawn over my guests, so I'm going to stop talking and stop fawning. But I just want to say, when you're a publicist, um, once you get past the schmoozing and the buttering and the, and the planning and the strategizing and creating the press kits and branding and positioning and the, and the strategy for your campaign, you get to the point where you need to get your story out. But to whom? How can you sort from all the media that's out there? How do you research it all? How do you contact them? And how do you measure and monitor your results? Your clients need to know that what they're paying for is worth something. So get your pens and papers, because I've got two incredible guests who are going to lead us down the media superhighway. My first guest, David Coppathorn. He's founder of Aquarius Advisors, the PR firm for our show's sponsor, Cision. And I just want to say, when I went to Cision, to have them be my sponsor, um, I was just really thrilled because they really are a company that I use. It's not just, oh, great, I was glad to take the box, you know. Uh, and Coppathorn became global CEO of Porter Novelli International after it acquired his company, Coppathorn and Bellows PR. Coppathorn and Bellows was the fastest-growing high-tech marketing company during the tech boom, or as I call it, the, the heyday of, of PR, the golden era. Uh, and it, his company grew from a two-person Silicon Valley consultancy to a global firm with more than 300 people in 12 offices around the world. My second guest, Rick Astapovich, a Cision customer and assistant vice president of PR and communications at Euler Hermes, a global credit insurance and risk management company. Uh, he uses Cision Point for research on media to target, and his specialty is financial risk management, which, of course, is the topic du jour in the news right now. Welcome to the show, David and Rick. Thank you. Thanks so, very much. You're welcome. Um, I want to get to uh, the four main areas, so sort of modules and applications of the of the Cision software platform. You know, the media research, media contact, monitoring, and measuring. Um, and also I want to get into a discussion, if we have time, of the advantage of Cision Point versus Cision. And also what I find mind-boggling and very exciting is sort of the future of Cision, which is Symantec 3.0. But first I want to find out, tell me about the project you've been working on where you sort of case history on targeting. Uh, as you described it, you said your hit rate goes way up and your non-productive calls go way down. Yes, would that be me? or uh, uh, Well, both of you. I heard that yeah. you were working on a project. Yeah, together. actually, uh, actually uh, Rick has a, a great example of... Uh, of how you use the uh, Bacon's Media Database, which is uh, part of the Cision Point integrated platform. A lot of people know that uh, about the Bacon's Database. That's a 75-year-old uh, brand that right. used to used to keep the media. Uh, and we could and we could all spell database. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So a few in case, years in ago, case our listeners don't know, it's C right, I S I O N. C I S I O N. And as uh, about a year and a half ago, uh, uh, after 
pulling all different uh, capabilities into one umbrella offering called Cision Point. The company uh, changed its name to Cision. So uh, this is the uh, – it, it's not your uh, grandfather's Bacon's media database, but it, it has all the good stuff you used to have. Uh, but now it's all online and it's all integrated and has all these other uh, modules. And uh, – uh, we, we've we've worked with uh, Rick for for quite a while, uh, and he's got a great example of how you take the the media database and actually uh, uh, hone down the number of contacts you uh, need to uh, constantly uh, uh, send your stuff out to, mm-hmm. and uh, only make the calls to people who you know you will will get you the best results, who are most interested in your story. And then Cision uh, uh, Point helps you uh, c- contact those people, and then when the coverage comes out, uh, you can c- uh, monitor it all through the same dashboard with uh, the e- e- uh, e-news monitoring, which is the online monitoring, and then broadcast and print monitoring as well. And then there, there are analytical uh, tools so that, so that you can actually promote your results. Well, uh, Rick, can, can you kind of give us an example? Like, can you tell us what the client is and what you know? give us a specific example so that we can sort of visualize um, the technology? Absolutely. You know, it, um, it's interesting because um, in my one of my former lives as a journalist, uh, you always used the scattergun approach when you were trying to get someone to, you know, to comment on a story, which is you sent out as many, uh, you know, calls, emails as you possibly could get uh, out there, and then, you know, you hope that one or two people call you back so that you get a source for the story. On the PR side of things, I found that the scattergun approach really is counterproductive. Um, when I first started in PR, my ultimate goal was, okay, if I had a story about the economy, I would look through my media database, I would find anybody who had the word economy listed under their beats, and, We've all uh, been there. <laughs> and exactly, and send out, send out several hundred to several thousand emails, and uh, and, and sit there and, and gracefully wait by, uh, wait by the phone and the computer in, in the hopes that someone was going to call you back. And what I found was that it was, it was really counterproductive in the fact that it, uh, it, it simply turned off a lot of journalists. Yeah, it's simply, it's annoying. And well, it, it's, it's annoying. You're, you're bugging the wrong person. Uh, every now and then I get someone who would say, you know, I'm not the right person, but, he, and, but here is the right person. Right. But, more often than not, I either just got the old uh, remove, yeah. or I, you know, got absolutely nothing. And, and so, the, you know, my percentages as far as the number of of pitches I would send out versus how many calls back I would get, you know, they were terribly low. And you somewhat expect that, but when Cision came along, particularly with the Cision Point software. Um, I really saw that I was able to create much more targeted lists because. It wasn't simply just economy uh, that was listed as a beat. It would give a description of that particular journalist or that particular producer, and it would say, this person covers the international economy or this person covers the economy of, you know, California. So I was able to take those people off my list and only target the people that I knew uh, would be interested in my story. And from there, my list of a thousand journalists dwindled down to a list of twenty-five journalists. Right. And at first, I got really concerned right. because when your list goes from a thousand to twenty-five, my first call to my decision representative was, uh, "Something's wrong. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting a terrible list back. This, this isn't right." And you know, thankfully, uh, 
you know, the, the customer service rep was very good, prescribed oxygen, um, you know, told me breathe in, breathe out, and then before you know it said, nope, this is the list that you really want. This is, this is showing you how ineffective your lists were before. And now when I send a pitch out to 25 journalists and I get, you know, five people calling back, I mean, it's, it's a huge success rate. That's exactly right. But it's good in the fact that I know that I haven't bugged 975 people that wouldn't want to see the message. And they, you know, people remember your, you know, I know my Vertex logo. People remember it, and you know, you 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 really have to try to hone down your list. It's funny. Um, on our first show, um, uh, Rita Cosby was on. She's a journalist, and she said her number one pet peeve of publicists is they don't know her show. They're not familiar with, you know, what she does and the format, and they're pitching her things and wasting her time on stuff that they don't even. Know. So she stops those. Uh, those friendships, you know, those uh, those, uh, those colleagues, she just sort of t- stops paying attention to them. And then when they finally do have a story that, you know, suits her, they they probably lose out. Whereas the publicists that take the time to really hone it in um, and tailor it to them uh, really get their stories done. One thing Session Point uh, has added, in addition to the media profiles where it tells you all about the editor you're trying to uh, contact, uh, it also has news covered by outlets. So, once you've looked at the editor and said, yeah, that's probably the right person, you can go very quickly to everything that editor's written and everything that outlet has written right. about the topic you're uh, planning to cover. Nothing uh, uh, pleases an editor more than getting a, or, or a, uh, a producer or anyone from a media outlet. Nothing pleases them more than when you actually... I loved your article. <laughs> yeah. hey, I read your last article. I have something that might uh, be of interest to you. Uh, automatically, you're right. building a relationship. Right. Just Dear Bob, right. <laughs> you're such a great writer. I just love your work. Um, no, but, I mean, it's true because you've, you've taken the time. But that's that's another good question is how much time... I mean, I haven't used the actual scission point. I've used scission a lot. So how much time do you need to, to read and research about these people or do you put in your... Your um, your sort of buzzwords and it searches for you. Um, it could do either way. Um, you know, I've I've put in keywords, uh, you know, to search in the text mm-hmm. uh, to try to drill things down. Uh, you know, if if I'm looking for someone who covers the economy specifically, who's written about the Federal Reserve, mm-hmm. um, I can put that into a text search and and that'll get pulled up and and then I can drill that down. Or, you know, sometimes, I mean, to be very honest with you, I like to, to make my list as good as I possibly can get them. So I start off with a broad list, go through and, and vet each source, uh-huh. uh, vet each, you know, potential pitch and, and, and really try to drill it down. So, uh, I mean, the thing is, if you want to do something quick and dirty, uh, you know, you've got the tools there to produce a list and, and, get, and get a pitch out in 30 minutes uh, or less. If you, you know, if you want to take the time, if you've got something longer term that you're looking to do, uh, you've got the ability to do that as well. Right. I think, too, if you're, if you're an in-house publicist and you're working on one or two projects for a major company, it, it behooves you to, because you've got the reputation of the company also to protect, to really spend your time researching up front. It, it, it buys you more time in the end. But if you have a client who's doing these very quick turnarounds, which I've had experiences like that, you just have to, you know, you, you thank Cision because you <laughs> quickly get something out. But um, it's definitely better to, you know, uh, fine-tune and hone the messaging. Um, and I also, we're going to take a break in a, in a couple seconds, but when we do come back, I want to start talking about, because I was always amazed at how, you know, 
a lot of people don't know is that you guys have the biggest media research in the world, the biggest number of contacts. Right. Um, and, and it's really amazing how there's still people in a room calling and doing and going on the Internet to get their data, and I think um, the listeners would be really interested in hearing that. So um, just uh, when we come back, we've been talking with David, Cop- David Coppithorn, excuse me, founder of Aquarius Advisors, and it's AquariusAdvisors.com, um, and he's the PR firm for our show's sponsor, and Rick Astapovich, I've been practicing his name. He's a Cision customer and he's Assistant Vice President at Euler Hermes. Um, and that's E-U-L-E-R-H-E-R-M-E-S dot U-S. And we will be right back with more. The Internet's only all-business and financial radio network, Voice America Business. Webster's Dictionary defines a vertex as the highest point, the summit. The word vertex is derived from Latin, meaning to turn or to spin. If you have a product or service that needs exposure to a desired marketplace, shouldn't the idea be to reach the summit? To turn the tide of public opinion in your favor? To put some positive spin on so that success is in your future? If you run a major corporation and pay for expensive in-house public relations services, or if you're working from home yet need to know how to promote your new product or service, or if you fall somewhere in between, Vertex Communications, a public relations firm, is here to turn the tide on public opinion for you and your product. Vertex Communications, helping you communicate to the Vertex. Contact Vertex Communications at VertexPR.com to get an honest, straightforward assessment of your PR profile and a plan that will work for you, not against you. That's V-E-R-T-E-X-P-R.com. Communicate to the Vertex. Is your job heavenly or closer to hell on earth? Maybe it's time you stop waiting on employers to make you satisfied and learn how to recognize your own career contentment. Jeff Garden and his expert guests show you how every Thursday at 12 noon Pacific when you tune in to Career Contentment Radio on the Voice America Business Radio Network. Contentment is yours to control and easier to achieve than happiness or satisfaction. Cision's communication intelligence allows organizations to tell their story effectively. Whether they're speaking to TV networks or social networks, the company's Cision Point web platform integrates the world-class Bacon's media database with global media monitoring and analysis services. It gives communications professionals the tools they need to optimize their performance and build corporate and brand reputation. Find us on the web at www.us.cision.com. That's us.cision.com. C-I-S-I-O-N dot com. The bottom line in business. Voice America Business. You're listening to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis, brought to you by Cision on the web at us.cision.com. Maureen and her guests would love to hear from you during the live show. Please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also email your questions to be addressed on the show. Send your email to Maureen at prinsider.biz. That's Maureen at prinsider.biz. Now, back to the show. 
Welcome back to PR Insider, sponsored by Cision. I am here with David Coppathorn, founder of Aquarius Advisors, and he's, they are the PR firm for our, our show sponsor, Cision, which is the topic du jour, and Rick Ostapovich uh, from Euler Hermes. He's the PR uh, communications vice president. Uh, if you missed any of the show so far, don't forget you can archive it on the Voice America Business Network or go to my website, prinsider.biz. We are on live every Tuesday, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern on the Voice America Radio Network's business channel. And we do take call-in and emailed questions. I'm sitting looking at my computer screen, so if you have a question, email me, and we also will give you a prize if you email a question. So welcome back, guys. Thank you. Thank so you. Let's get right into the brass tacks, as I said. Let's go right into um, media research and how it works at Cision. I think David might maybe want to take this Yes, right. Cision has been building this uh, database uh, for many, many years, and it's been all online for a number of years now, and now it is integrated in uh, the Cision Point platform. Uh, It's it's got uh, thousands upon thousands of uh, profiles of media, which uh, uh, you can access and search through and sort through, and as uh, Rick was saying before, create your own customized uh, database, database. This, uh, this database, the, the master database, is updated 10,000 times a day, and it's, it's kind of interesting how it works. There's a, Did you say 10,000 times a day? What's that? 10,000 times a day? 10,000 times a day, because there are so many users. Every time a user talks to a uh, reporter, uh-huh. for instance, that reporter says, hey, I just got a promotion. Instead of being uh, 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 an ex- uh, a news reporter, now I'm an assistant editor. Uh, well, that, that user puts right onto the Cision Point database that, that he or she's working on, uh, such and such a reporter has uh, changed her title. And that goes into uh, Chicago where they keep the uh, uh, monitor the central database, see that there's been a change. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Cision representative in Chicago uh, calls or emails to that reporter to verify the change. Mm-hmm. And once that's verified, they put it up on the uh, on the uh uh, database on the database profile, so everything's up to the minute, and actually the users are involved in keeping the uh, database uh, updated. Cision needs to maintain quality control, of course, because uh, they have to make sh- sure they have to certify that every, all the data in there is accurate. Uh, but if a reporter uh, does not want to be listed, they can call Cision or email Cision and say, "Please don't don't put my uh, information in there." Usually, they do want it in there, but they want different uh, information updated. Uh, and as a matter of fact, reporters now are much more comfortable having their uh, profile information up there in the age of Facebook and MySpace where people put their personal profiles up on public uh, public databases. Right. Uh, they're very happy to say, hey, if, this, if PR professionals are using this and it's part of my job to take calls from these folks, I want them to know what the guidelines are, the ground rules, what I want to be called about, what I don't want to be called about. So... Uh, when the when the system works, it's it's great. Uh, when when uh, when uh, reporters uh, don't want to be listed, though, sometimes they don't realize that uh, their 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 information's up there uh, because it's it's part of their publicly uh, published information. It's public knowledge. Yeah, it's public knowledge. So, Cision uh, will go back and say, well, uh, that's it's it's published there. Uh, perhaps you're being contacted by people who've gotten it off your uh, uh, website, your journal's website, or. Uh, 
uh, whatever, but we'll work with you to try to uh, get your profile information away the way it makes it'll be most useful. Make, make to them you. comfortable. Yeah. What do you do yeah. with? I mean, I think it behooves most um, journalists uh, and people in the media to be with your service. You've been around forever, and I think most people know Bacon's right. But um, what do you do when you have a cantankerous, uh, <laughs> curmudgeonly it, journalist it, who's from know, the old school and doesn't like the idea that all his information's out there? Yeah, it's, once these things go online, there's a, there's a uh, temptation by the people who put them up there to say, okay, great, we'll let the computer do the work. Mm-hmm. But really, it is a people business. It's always been a people business, mm-hmm. and it always will be. So, you know, if, if there's an issue, somebody, uh, especially a reporter, calls up Cision, uh, the research team goes on high alert, and they, they someone... You know, a real person gets back and says, "Let's let's talk through this uh, issue." Uh, it's become especially acute with uh, all the bloggers out there. The blogs, Cision uh, uh, now keeps up to uh, close to ten thousand uh, blog profiles. They they go through every uh, industry, every uh, category, every market category: right. health, mom blogs, mommy blogs. They're called now uh, technology. Uh, all kinds of different uh, uh, market segments, and they take the leading blogs in each, in each, the leading influential blogs, and put them into the database because the media are using the blogs uh, and consumers are using the blogs as, as uh, they've traditionally used traditional media. Uh, so, uh, and, and a lot of these bloggers really want their uh, uh, blogs read. They want their profiles up there. Uh, and, it, and so Cision really has uh, uh, taken the blogs just as seriously as the mainstream media. But a lot of bloggers aren't traditional journalists, so they're not used to taking calls from PR people. Right. And when they become popular, when their blogs become popular, all of a sudden they get these calls from right. PR people saying, you know, uh, write about my product or I'll, I'll be fired. Uh, <laughs> I know. They don't, they don't know what to do. It's really, uh, the, it's really the wild, wild west. But i got to tell you, the couple of times that I did um, – searches for blogs on something kind of a progressive uh, client, you know, that yeah. was forward thinking. My gosh, the the you know, the amount of uh, you know, hits we got on the site on the client's website was amazing. Yes. Because the bloggers can just, you know, and I think our actually our next show is about that. It's about making the, you know, the wires sizzle like how do you, you know, in the, just through the internet, how do you make things you know, forget the magazine placements and the newspaper placements. How do you get the word out just through, you know, virally? Right, right. Um, but, you know, I also want to just say, because I was always amazed when I first heard about the media database years and years ago, that you actually have a room of people. I mean, how, tell me how that works. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, Bacon's also has the monitoring, which used to be the press clippings uh, uh, operation. Mm-hmm. And you can still go into a big uh, room in Chicago in their uh, uh, downtown office building there. It's it's this it's this huge room filled with newspapers, filled with filled with people at computer terminals, uh, and they're they're all working on the database or on the uh, uh, news that's being monitored. Uh, right, and for people who don't know what that is, I, mean, I think most listeners do. But uh, you know, monitoring is a way of actually keeping physical track of your placements for your clients. So whether it's a newspaper, or a magazine, TV. That's right. That's right. And, so, and it's going out of style now, but still, a lot of companies, especially big ones, use the press clippings uh, service uh-huh. where you get the actual physical copies of the actual physical clips right. that have appeared in newspapers all over the country. So Cision still has a big operation there where newspapers from all over the country come in and people uh, pour through them, uh, right. clipping out the, the physical articles. Yeah. Right. But they're also sitting at computers doing uh, searches to make sure that they don't miss any uh, coverage that's been generated on the web uh, for a client that's looking right. for 
uh, articles that have been, been written about Vision has work. offices all over the world, so uh, is the monitoring going on in all the offices? Yeah, it's got different uh, different centers where they, they you know, collect the, the expertise to, to do that uh, uh, in Europe and, and the U.S. especially, and then one in uh, uh, the Far East. And in you fact, know, they, yes, go, go ahead. ahead Rick. I was going to say, you know, David, before Cision came along, that, that person sitting there with the big piles of newspapers and magazines with the scissors in the hand, that was me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I've done my share of clipping. <laughs> really I was good. picturing, like, in my head, I was picturing, like, Madge from the old school with, you know, a hairnet and scissors and then, like, some geeky new high-tech guy with his, you know, punk rock T-shirt on on the Internet all in the same room. <laughs> well, I've never, I've never worn a hairnet, and I'm not allowed to wear the punk rock T-shirts to work. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, that, that was me. And, and I, I have to say that, you know, thanks to Cision, my uh, scissor carpal tunnel has uh, severely <laughs> diminished. <laughs> but Rick, that's amazing. So you really got into the, you know, the the, the nuts and bolts of of how the software. I mean, because because I mean, I think you know, you know, this is very technical. But in a way, content and 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 connections and and owning information and data is really the future of the internet. Yes. Which I actually have a question. I got a question from a listener. Um, is Cision worried about, say, a competition or a Google or uh, some other kind of data? Um, portal that could potentially threaten them. No, I, th- I think the competition is obviously good, and a lot depends on what you do with the technology that's out there. And, and mm-hmm. Cision uh, has uh, feels like it has a partnership with its customers and is constantly pushing the envelope in integrating the new technologies. Mm-hmm. For instance, you can do a lot of the uh, monitoring uh, with with Google Search and uh, Google Alerts and Yahoo tools and, and that sort of thing, mm-hmm. but Pretty soon you have an RSS feeds and, and, and a lot of things that have just come online. You, but pretty soon you've got a whole computer full of, you know, 500 different news feeds that you're trying to sort through yourself. And, and so that leaves still leaves uh, a lot of room for a company like Cision to come in and say, let us consolidate that for you. Right. Let, us, let us help you with that. Let us use the, the new technology that you don't even have access to yet to give you even better results. So as long as as long as Cision is working hand in glove with its customers as a partner, uh, and and there's a real person on the end of the phone, mm-hmm. they don't worry about the new technology coming in and pulling out the rug out. Quite the opposite, they expect to use the new technologies and integrate them into the mm-hmm. uh, Cision Point platform. Right, which is the, if, if I'm sorry, if, if I could just jump in with with you know kind of an example on that, that that's mm-hmm. pretty interesting. Um, you know, you get these Google news feeds and everything, and, and nothing against Google. Um, uh, but you get the news feeds uh, that a lot of you know newspaper or magazine sites just run, and uh, you'll get this article. That, you know, you'll get you'll get an alert that comes over that says, "Oh, your article ran, uh, you know, on this site," and that's wonderful. You sit there and think, "Oh, well, that's fantastic." You know, I was on the USA Today site, but what you don't realize is that that there are certain distribution modules out there or certain news feeds like. Dow Jones, Dow Jones News Wires, for example, where they just constantly put stuff across the wires, and some sites have them just on an auto-update, where you have to go to that specific link in order to see that specific story. If you were to actually go to the USA Today website and search for your story, you'd never see it. Right, right. So that's where Cision comes in, because they can actually tell you, no, you know, that was just a news feed, but if you were in USA Today, here's a clip. Right. Well, we're going to have to take a break. Uh, we're going to come back in a minute with my guest, David Coppathorn of Aquarius Advisors, and Rick Ostapovich, 
uh, Excision customer from Euler Hermes, and we will be right back with more of this discussion. From the stock market floor to your laptop, we are Voice America Business. Decisions Communication Intelligence allows organizations to tell their story effectively. Whether they're speaking to TV networks or social networks, the company's Decision Point web platform integrates the world-class Bacon's Media Database with global media monitoring and analysis services. It gives communications professionals the tools they need to optimize their performance and build corporate and brand reputation. Find us on the web at www.us.cision.com. That's us.cision.com. C-I-S-I-O-N dot com. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or an individual and you need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the Mega Life and Health Insurance Company can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and individuals just like you who need affordable health insurance to get it. So call us right now. 888-459-4825. 888 4824825 Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. If you're self-employed or an individual and you need affordable health insurance, call us now and see how we can help you. 888-459-4825. 888-459-4825. 888-459-4825. Home office Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Not available in all states. Benefits may vary by state. Webster's Dictionary defines a vertex as the highest point, the summit. The word vertex is derived from Latin, meaning to turn or to spin. If you have a product or service that needs exposure to a desired marketplace, shouldn't the idea be to reach the summit? To turn the tide of public opinion in your favor? To put some positive spin on so that success is in your future? If you run a major corporation and pay for expensive in-house public relations services, or if you're working from home yet need to know how to promote your new product or service, or if you fall somewhere in between, Vertex Communications, a public relations firm, is here to turn the tide on public opinion for you and your product. Vertex Communications, helping you communicate to the Vertex. Contact Vertex Communications at VertexPR.com to get an honest, straightforward assessment of your PR profile and a plan that will work for you, not against you. That's V-E-R-T-E-X-P-R.com. Communicate to the Vertex. the stock market floor to your laptop, we are Voice America Business. You're listening to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis, brought to you by Cision on the web at us.cision.com. Maureen and her guests would love to hear from you during the live show. Please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also email your questions to be addressed on the show. Send your email to Maureen at prinsider.biz. That's Maureen at prinsider.biz. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. This is your host, Maureen Kettis. I'm on the line with uh, David Kapathorn and Rick Estopovich. And uh, we've been talking about uh, Cision and Bacon's 
uh, it's former Bacon's, um, and uh, we wanted to start uh, this section back with uh, Rick telling us about he's working sort of in the eye of the storm of economic news and how he uses Cision uh, in order to uh, work with his client. Rick, take it away. Oh, thank you. Um, yep, you know, the economy is a huge topic, has been for actually quite some time, particularly the U.S. economy. Um, the company that I work for uh, is an accounts receivable insurer or trade credit insurer. Probably, you know, unless you've ever had trade credit insurance for your business, you have no idea what it is. Uh, we're a 115-year-old company that no one's ever heard of. Uh, and so when they when they brought me on board uh, a couple of years ago to to uh, start a grassroots media and PR uh, campaign effort, one of the things that um, we discussed was you know who my internal sources were, and we have a chief economist by the name of Dan North that uh, before 2005 or 2006, if you Googled him, you'd probably see him in the Wharton uh, alumni newsletter, but that was about it. But he kept producing this great economic research that no one was ever taking advantage of. And then when I um, went over to the Cision uh, database and, and was able to start targeting people that were writing about the U.S. economy, I, I was able to start sending out some of his information, uh, getting him published in some uh, some trade publications and some online sources. And then it, from there, it just sort of snowballed and, and almost exploded uh, Back in 2007, because uh, you know, back in 2006, uh, Dan started talking about how the economy was heading for a slowdown, and everybody thought he was insane. Uh, they 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 said no, the economy's fine, everything's rolling right along. He said no, these are the pieces that are in place. Well, I was able to take his message and I was able to put it into the hands of people that weren't writing about it right then, uh, because again, the economy was fine, and and you know, but I was in their inbox, and then when things started to really hit in 2007 in their inboxes they were looking down the different pitches they had they see you know economy is going to implode in 2007 from me and then i started getting calls you mean recently you started getting calls um well even last year uh-huh. even last year when 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 the housing market really started to to tank uh-huh. um you know i you know we were still putting out research but i was also able to tailor my pitch to say look we've been saying this since 2006 right. um but again it, it was getting the right message in, into the hands of the right people because just because you write about the economy doesn't mean that you you care one bit about the housing market but again by being able to use cision to drill down uh my sources and say all right, I want someone who writes about the economy but who's focused on the housing market. Right. I was able to get that message into into the right hands and you know, the next thing I know, I mean my media placements just, you know, really started to skyrocket. One thing wow. I found interesting, Rick, was <clears throat> how you said you started moving your contacts out to the broadcast media, the especially mm-hmm. the cable news uh channels. Uh, maybe you could talk about how that process works, especially pitching multiple producers at a broadcast outlet, knowing knowing who who will take your call. Absolutely, and, and you know it's interesting because because broadcast producers work a lot differently than than regular journalists. Because when you're a broadcast producer, you're working on one particular show or maybe multiple shows just in a time block. So. Uh, Typically, what, you know, what I found was the best to do was uh, this is where the scattergun approach really started to work because I would look at assistant producers and associate producers who are the people that are, are tasked with going out and finding guests 
and then taking them to the executive producer because what a lot of people will do is they'll try to start at the top, especially in, in broadcasting. They'll say, okay, I only want to go to the executive producer. If you're an executive producer at a network, uh, whether it's Fox Business News or Bloomberg or you know NBC News, mm-hmm. you don't have the time to look through all of that. That's why you have associate producers. Right. So I was able to go uh, to the people you know, to, to the to the smaller sources, as, as we would say, mm-hmm. and put the message into their hands, get a call back from them where they say, hey, you know, I, 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 we might be interested in this, and then they were able to pitch it upstairs. And right. uh, the next thing I know, I mean, I, I will tell you, my economist has been on television uh, seven of the last eight weeks. And that positioned your company really well. That's so funny because I, I have ha- I've done a ton with, um, <clears throat> you know, the, the cable news as well. And um, I've used Decision to get to some of, you know, sometimes the higher-ranking people. Let's say you want to talk to Donnie Deutsch or whatever. I, you know, I have his person, but then I get their, you know, their cell. Their, because sometimes I will get a story that's, you know, it's, it's 11 o'clock at night in New York. I'm in L.A., and i got to get a story on the news the next morning. And that, that's their job. So, you know, you get that kind of data from Decision, and it's just amazing, and especially if you can get those relationships going with the people that are one step from the top person. Uh, that helps a lot too. I've had a lot of those. So, so this takes us to our next um, topic, really, and that is measuring. And that, that's the one question I get over and over and over again. How do you measure your success? How do you quantify the value of of investing in public relations? And yeah, in this day and age, you know, PR and advertising, marketing, those are the budgets that go first, right, when the economy starts to tank. Right, and and oh, please don't say that. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Just> true. <laughs> A, a, a big part of the decision point platform uh, was intended to put all those pieces together. If you can uh, know who your database is and then know who you're getting covered by, and if you can collect that coverage through the monitoring capability, then then you're able to pour that into an analytical engine, and that's that's the uh, fourth piece of decision uh, point so that you can get basic analytics which give you uh, pie charts, bar charts, graphs that show mm-hmm. what media you've been in, how many media you've been in, uh, how many impressions you've had. Uh, the traditional way that uh, PR people use is try to correlate it to uh, advertising, you know, how many eyeballs have seen your uh, right. your placements. Uh, but then beyond that, there, there will be ways to uh, tag coverage uh, by quality so you can start to do some qualitative analysis you can give uh, you can you can take a look and, and uh, segment off the coverage that you think is very good uh, well, can you say, give an example of that well for instance uh, it, uh, and it was what Rick, what Rick was saying before if I if I have an online placement that gets into USA today because uh, its news crawler has picked up uh, all the news feeds and mine happens to be there well you know, maybe maybe I could say I got a million hits uh, in because USA Today uh, gets to a million eyeballs, but uh, uh, that wouldn't be that wouldn't be honest or accurate. And too, me- too often measurement has gone that way in PR. Mm-hmm. You don't have accurate qualitative measures. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I can say it very quickly, oh no, that was a that was a feature article or a news article that actually appeared in the paper and got very good prominent play on the website. Then I can come back with the metrics of people who have actually read that article or seen it uh, in the hard copy edition and the uh, and the and the uh, online edition. And you're able to you're able to go to that level of detail and then say, here's okay, we got we got uh, 300 placements from this uh, news article. But you know, if I were going to my management, I would say, 
let, let, that's great, 300 placements. It means we're getting the story out there. But I really want you to focus on these 20 because th- there's one in the New York right. Times. There's one on Bloomberg News. Uh, Fox News brought it up. Right. And, then, and then you can give examples and even with the video monitoring show, uh, insert the video clips in along with your uh Samples of the kind of coverage you've right. gotten. No, so. I, I use an example because uh, I hate to confess this. I, I one time strayed. I cheated on Cision, and I went to another service, and um, it was a, a newspaper service where they, yeah. they they guarantee you a certain number of hits. Right. So I thought I'll try it. Whatever, I'll try it. Well, yeah, they got me hits, and the hits are, they still are coming in. They still are mailing me, but they're like the rags, you know, that you find when you go to the gym, the freebies, you know, in right. Podunk, Iowa, on the, you know, three people see the paper, and, you know, they're, that's the mayor and the sheriff, and um, you get all these hits, and, yeah, they, you know, they they kept up to their, you know, legal responsibility, but, you know, effective? No way. Nobody yeah. important saw it. Isn't it wonderful how spin works? <laughs> I know. Right. I mean, because, no, because monitoring can be, you know, you have to be careful. You've got a bunch of publicists telling you, you know, your results were great, but really how do you, you know, you quantify the result, really, really measure it. Yeah, there, there was a time, and this goes back a ways, where, you know, you really had to walk into every review meeting with your client, if you were in a PR agency, with a big fat clip book and drop it on the uh, table, and the bigger thud it make, the, the better right. off you were going to be, you know. Right. So you, you'd, you'd actually print it on heavier paper. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, it got a little crazy, but <laughs> now, now you're able to actually, you know, look and say, you know, uh, and what Cision a uh, number of years ago acquired a company called Delahaye, and they've, uh, Delahaye was the leading uh, measurement, qualitative measurement service. Mm-hmm. We used to work with them at HP when, when we had Hewlett Packard as a client. And they would, for instance, if HP was launching a new printer product and they wanted to see how much better they were doing than Dell or IBM, mm-hmm. uh, they'd get an analysis of all the coverage, not just of HP, but of Dell and of IBM. And the Delahaye analysis would look at not just the number of placements or uh, the outlets you got into, but also the quality of the coverage and how well your message got across. Right. So if you wanted to say this is the best printer or the fastest or the, the uh, has unique capabilities, they would come back and say, yes, that message got across 80% of the time. Uh, however, uh, uh, Dell or IBM's uh, uh, message, uh, counter message got across 60% right. of the time. Uh, very, very, very helpful. Right. All right. So, well, we're hearing the music. So we're going to take another break. I'm um, on with David Coppathorn and Rick Ostapovich. This is Maureen Kedis, and you've been listening to PR Insider. Go to prinsider.biz, and we will be right back. The Internet's only all-business and financial radio network, Voice America Business. Webster's Dictionary defines a vertex as the highest point, the summit. The word vertex is derived from Latin, meaning to turn or to spin. If you have a product or service that needs exposure to a desired marketplace, shouldn't the idea be to reach the summit? To turn the tide of public opinion in your favor? To put some positive spin on so that success is in your future? If you run a major corporation and pay for expensive in-house public relations services, or if you're working from home yet need to know how to promote your new product or service, or if you fall somewhere in between, 
2013. Vertex Communications, a public relations firm, is here to turn the tide on public opinion for you and your product. Vertex Communications, helping you communicate to the Vertex. Contact Vertex Communications at vertexpr.com to get an honest, straightforward assessment of your PR profile and a plan that will work for you, not against you. That's V-E-R-T-E-X-P-R.com. Communicate to the Vertex. Tune in every Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific time for The Growth Strategist with Aldana Ambler. On the show, Aldana and some of today's top business professionals will discuss some of today's most pressing business issues that hold you, the business owner, back. Aldana will also give you 21 ways to grow with her list of growth strategies. Grow smart, grow profit, and grow your business with Aldana Ambler and The Growth Strategist every Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific time right here on the bottom line in business talk Voice America Business. Decisions Communication Intelligence allows organizations to tell their story effectively. Whether they're speaking to TV networks or social networks, the company's Cision Point web platform integrates the world-class Bacon's Media Database with global media monitoring and analysis services. It gives communications professionals the tools they need to optimize their performance and build corporate and brand reputation. Find us on the web at www.us.cision.com. That's us.cision.com. C-I-S-I-O-N dot com. The Internet's only all-business and financial radio network, Voice America Business. Listening to PR Insider with your host Maureen Kettis, brought to you by Cision on the web at us.cision.com. Maureen and her guests would love to hear from you during the live show. Please call in to 1 866 472 5790. That's 1 866 472 5790. You can also email your questions to be addressed on the show. Send your email to Maureen at prinsider.biz. That's Maureen at prinsider.biz. Now, back to the show. Welcome back again to PR Insider, sponsored by Cision. If you missed any of our show, go to prinsider.biz, and we'll provide a link to my host page on Voice America's business channel. You can check out any archived episodes. We are on uh, 24-7 on demand. If you just joined us, I'm talking with David Coppathorn of Aquarius Advisors and Rick Estopowitz, a Cision customer and um, uh, PR Communications VP at Euler Hermes. And uh, during the break, Rick was just telling us a story because we were still talking about, um, you know, measuring. How do you measure your value? And um, tell us about this uh, Newsweek article and how what it did for the company that you're working with now. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's funny because in, in in my business, I mean, when it comes right down to it, we're an insurance company, and and a lot of things are uh, around here are measured by how much premium did it bring in or how much money did it save the company. Mm-hmm. And as you pointed out before, PR kind of does neither of that. Um, so it, it's it's kind of a different way to justify my existence within the company. Um, we really were going more for brand recognition, and so as our PR campaigns became more successful, as we were getting more placements and more quality placements, I'm able to take those pieces and put them into the hands of our sales agents and our account managers uh, throughout the company. And and uh, anecdotally, it's 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 rather interesting because. Uh, I've heard from so many sales agents, and we have more than 100 sales agents throughout the United States. Um, I've had, uh, you know, quite a few of them come back to me and say, 
you know, I was able to get in to see this particular prospect because, uh, you know, I, I was never able to get in the door before. I would call and they'd say, oh, I'm not, I'm not really interested. I don't know your company. And then I send them a link to an article. Our chief economist was quoted in Business Week. Uh, twice so far this year in articles about the economy, mm-hmm. and they were able to send the link to the Business Week articles and uh, were able to get appointments. And once the sales agents get in the door, they do their thing. So I'm able to help them get into the door. So you can't tie the premium directly back to me because the agents will never give that kind of credit up. <laughs> but uh, but they're, ha- you know, they're, they're happy to give me an assist where, where it's warranted. Right. Well, you're also working with the guys that all they do is measure numbers all day long. So they really exactly. want the quantitative, which brings us to our next topic, which is um, the semantic 3.0, wave of the future. Um, David, you can tell us about that. Yeah, basically, it's it's if you think about the revolution that Google uh, brought with uh, the search search engine on the web, <clears throat> the semantic web will take that to the the very next level, and in ways that will really help uh, PR people, communicators uh, do their jobs better. But basically, it's right now you can do searches on the, on the web that find. Uh, Placements or stories or mentions of keywords, uh, wherever they've appeared most often, you'll get the uh, list uh, from the top down. Uh, so if you do a search on uh, uh, the housing crisis, you'll see where the uh, placements on the web were the most in you know, descending order through millions of pages on the web. The semantic web will enable you to ask a, ask a question in natural language and say, I want to see everything that's been written about the housing crisis that talks very specifically about a certain uh, element of that and in a certain way about it. For instance, uh, uh, I'd, like, uh, I'd, like to, I'd like to know about uh, uh, all the foreclosures uh, and how many there were and uh, who are the leading uh, financial institutions that have uh, uh, suffered because of that. And then you would get a, a, a Response to your query, which wouldn't look like the traditional Google with a million responses. It would be, uh, you know, a different uh, response that would be more targeted to the specific question or questions you asked. And this is this is because new technologies, new algorithms are being developed that uh, take the context of what you're asking, not just the uh, key words in your question and put it together and go out and find a much more specific answer to the question uh, that, you've, you, that you've asked. So the computer is really becoming more and more like the human. Yeah, it starts, to, it starts to reason, it starts to think, it starts to anticipate uh, or understand what, what you're trying to, trying to communicate. And, you know, from a PR person's standpoint, we've seen such a huge uh, reduction in the time we've had to spend managing the logistics and the mechanics of our business uh, with just very simple database technology that once the once the computer and the web and the network start helping you uh, sort through all the intelligence once once the network becomes more intelligent, you can actually put your own uh, intelligence and insight uh, up to a higher level and I think a lot of the frustration with PR people traditionally have been you know we don't we don't get no respect you know we know all we know, we become experts on our clients' businesses. But at the end of the day, it's, well, you're just a publicity person. Well, right. at, the end of, at the end of the day, really, we're helping to change uh, opinion. We're helping to influence the way uh, markets uh, move. 
Uh, and what what the semantic web will do will be able to uh, make more of us more intelligent more quickly. And once we harness those tools and technologies, uh, use communications to really uh, move the dial in, in many instances in ways that are much more difficult right now. And that does extend to the uh, measurement uh, and ROI uh, that Rick was just talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, At some point in the future, and it won't be too far off, we'll be able to quantitatively uh, identify the results of a PR program and say, this is how much it increased uh, corporate value. This is how much it helped increase shareholder value. Uh, this is how much it helped increase shares, uh, uh, sales. And, how, how familiar are you with specifically how that would work? This just is so over my head. I, I'm trying to yeah, visualize it's, so, so how it's that funny. Would work. And I, if, if I tried to imagine what a Google search was before there was a Google, uh, I wouldn't have been able to do it. You right. Know, uh, what, 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 what we're seeing right now is some very slick technology coming out of Silicon Valley which is starting to answer questions that you never thought could be answered before with searches. What we haven't seen yet is the technology rolled into uh, user-friendly products. Uh, and that's about, that's about a year off, I think. What, what Cision's doing, which is pretty cool, with the new Cision Point platform, they're going to be integrating new technologies as they come along and make them usable by PR people quicker, perhaps, than they have in the past, which I think is very exciting. So just just don't make it so that it does my job for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's funny people. You know, it, it's funny we used to employ a lot more people in PR agencies who did nothing but, uh, you know, collect the media coverage and uh, keep the media database. I, I, I hate to say it, I'm old enough to remember when we didn't have uh, electronic databases for our, our media list, so we had to keep them by hand physically. Uh, oh, I remember that. Yeah, I remember we, we, um, entering we, in each you know, time. You clients would have to pay for it. Now it's like, well, get your scission point and uh, do it yourself, uh, and don't don't have three people sitting there. That, that's the bad news. It's you know three three fewer people doing that job. The good news is they don't have to, you, do, you go into PR these days. You don't have to spend three years sitting there uh, keeping a media database before you get to even do any real work. Right. So. You know, it's a, it's a different uh, different world. The interns are yeah. being <laughs> shut out. Wow, wow. And so, so this is like you're saying it's a year away from. Like, in, in a year, what will we see? Some of these some of these technologies. It'll start with, uh, and you'll be, I, I tell people, look, the best place to look for some of these things, and Google, of course, is uh, taking the lead in, in trying to pull uh, the more intelligent new algorithms into their products. Mm-hmm. So by, by any means, I wouldn't say Google's behind the curve. They're, they're going to be right on the edge of the curve. Look at the Google Analytics and the Google Dashboard and how they're putting that together. It's very similar to what Cision's uh, doing with Cision Point. And you're going to see a lot more of this technology, intelligent wow. technology. Very exciting. Forward. Well, that's all the time we have left today. I can't believe it. Thank you, David Coppasorn, uh, founder of Aquarius Advisors, and Rick Estopowitz, a Cision customer and uh, assistant VP at Euler Hermes. That's like Hermes the scarf. <laughs> that's how I think yeah. of it. A global credit insurance and risk management company. Um, thank you, Cision. Thank you to my uh, theme music composer, Doran Roberts Kettis. And thank, thank you to my wonderful executive producer, John Missel. Don't forget to go to prinsider.biz and sign up for our weekly reminders and email your questions and comments. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis. PR Insider is brought to you by Cision, helping communications experts navigate the sea of social media. Visit them on the web at us.cision.com. And make sure you join us again next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Business Network. And have a great week.